Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio time the cheers to comics podcast is proudly brought to you by inked marketing solutions and the inked marketing solutions crowdfunded comic for this here episode is enmity enmity on kickstarter right now get it while you still can brought to you by morgan quaid and so many amazing other creators behind this this is oh this is good stuff but from the brains of morgan quaid comes enmity Emnity is, uh, well, it's it's about Daisy, Lucifer's estranged daughter, and she's got to save humanity by battling fallen angels in a post-apocalyptic world, um, well, brought by her father's recent unwillingness to fulfill his role as the devil. So, um, if you're into, uh, you know, uh, humor and apocalyptic and dystopian storytelling and strong female leads, then Emnity is the book for you. Like, honestly, I could have stopped right when it said Lucifer's a strange daughter. Bam. Into it. What are you going to put her in? Oh, you're going to have her go up against your dad and save the world? I'm into it. I'm into it. It's metal, and that's what I like in my comics is metal. So head on over to Kickstarter now and back Enmity. E-N-M-I-T-Y. Mm-hmm. On Kickstarter now. Proudly brought to me to bring to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 328. 
The 328th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will in fact be a polis prioritaz. I'll be going over the books of the future, chur, chur, chur. Um, more specifically, the, uh, the FOCs and, um, uh, or final order cutoffs for you folks that aren't from the comic streets. And, um, uh, the, the, the books of next week, or this week, whenever you listen to the podcast. Um, I will say one thing, though. With this particular podcast, um, and there being a holiday coming up, Lunar, well, they make sure they celebrate the shit out of the holiday, and they give you, um, they give you no time at all to get in your FOC orders. So, uh, I actually have to release this, this episode early, and even as I release it early, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I debated even doing it, to be honest, because as I talk about the diamond stuff, those the the that of the, the the FOC information I have it's not finalized yet, and um, the the lunar stuff I mean y- you listen to the podcast it comes out on the day uh, early, and then you know um, d- d- are you even gonna have the chance to get in your FOCs in time, you know for lunar so I don't know I debated doing it but regardless I know I've got some diehards out there that'll yeah <laughs> that need to know this stuff. And I don't think I've ever missed a Polis Priorities episode, despite any circumstances. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, besides COVID, when they weren't releasing. But um, that's a whole different thing. Uh, <laughs> so let's do this. Lunar. So like I said, Lunar, um, it's this is episode airing on the 1st. Final order cutoffs are due on the 1st. So, sorry. That's just how it is this week. Uh, but damn, there's still some important stuff on here, so let, let, let's talk about it. Um, let's see, we've got Action Comics, number 1033, couple covers on this one, then there's a badass uh, Jen Bartel headshot cardstock variant. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to kind of, was, you guys get how this goes for the most part, I'm going to fly through these until I find something of a, uh, um, I don't want to say anything that I don't stop and chat about for a while isn't significant um however there's a you know there's something to speculate on that's that's the stuff i'm gonna boost the fuck up um i don't see anything on action 1033 so my head's moving kind of a slow today and i'm not ow fuck i'm not talking about my brain either i tweak the shit out of my neck people i tweak the shit out of it so uh yeah, <laughs> moving kind of slow. Um, from uh, Scout or Scoot, their their uh, well young reader imprint, we've got Action Tank number one. It's a two dollar book because Scoot understands. We've got Batman Adventures. Uh, wait, hold on, never mind. This is a trade. Oh, you got me. Uh, Batman Reptilian is what I'm trying to say. That's what I meant to say. Uh, there's, let's see, number two here, one, two covers on that one, crazy Ricardo Federici, cardstock one and 25 on that, uh, Batman Secret Files, Huntress, number one, uh, this is just a one shot, um, there's, uh, two covers and a one and 25 Virgin variant on, from the A, that it's, you know, virginized A cover, now it's Huntress versus Vile. Um, I don't know, well, I don't think there's anything to speculate on particularly with this, 
but um, Vile being a newer character and all, I don't know, there, there, there could be some, some gnarly shit, oh shit, here we go, with the Polis priority yawns, I don't know why this happens, um, but yeah, no, that's what's going on with the, the, the Batman Secret Files Huntress, I don't know, not much, um, it does seem like an interesting story though, Vile has my attention. Batman Superman number 20. Looks like we're still doing more of the Arturio stuff. Or Artur.io. Um, let's see. Two covers on that one. Checkmate number two. Uh, I think we're going to get the first full appearance of Damon Rose in this. I believe. Um, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. We've had a cameo. I don't know why they wouldn't at this point. Ow. Fuck. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. It doesn't say, but I don't know. It feels like it's a fucking no-brainer to me. I feel like... I don't know. Uh, whoever this Damon Rose character is, we'll uh, we'll find out soon enough. But yeah, I don't know. I kinda, I'm thinking it's going to be the second issue. Um, Batman, let's see. Oh, no, Detective. 1040. Uh, let's see here. One, two covers on this one. Nice. Oh, shit. Free comic book day stuff, huh? I don't know if you're going to be able to... Really? They're doing 1 in 20s on the free comic book day? I've never seen those before. 1 in 20 monofoil variant. Crazy. I wonder what the price tag is on these. They're going to be a dollar, right? What? 6.25 on just the I'm confused. Um Oh. Bundle Oh, it's okay. For 6.25 you get 25. Hmm. Now I don't know if LCSs are uh <laughs> I don't I don't know if you're capable of fucking Hmm. Got me. Got me wondering. That's, see, this is new, because, you know, there was no free comic book day last year. I mean, there there was, but there wasn't. Um, but, I don't know. It looks like they're changing things up here. So there's a bunch of free comic book day stuff from Lunar this week. All DC stuff, it looks like. Um, uh, Harley Quinn, number five. Uh, there's talks of a new bad guy popping up here. Uh, who's that? Is that a... Hmm, is that him on the the cover there, or the B? Looks, I mean, it looks like somebody's wearing the bat suit, um, but that's definitely not Bruce Wayne. Hmm, curious. But, um, I guess he's on the A cover there too. He's got a big old beard. Beard's weird. <laughs> Two covers on that. Um, Icon and Rocket, Season 1. I think this is probably going to be the big hit out of the whole Milestone uh, return. Because that's static. Well, static is a good word for it. I wasn't a big fan of that first issue. Hopefully that picks up. But uh, let's see, who's doing Icon and Rocket? Reginald Hoodlin and Doug Braithwaite? I think is how you say that. Nice. I don't know, man. I love the... Their little story in the... Fuck. God damn it. Milestone Returns. Oh, look at that B cover. Jesus Christ, who did that? Daryl Banks. That's amazing. 
That's got color, people. That's got a lot of fucking color. That is gorgeous. And then the C cover. Let's see. Uh, who did this? Braithwaite. Oh, shit. That's the Braithwaite art we're going to get throughout this? Jesus Christ. I don't know. This one has me excited. Oh, and then there's a 1 in 25 done by Rena Koyano as well. Sweep. Uh, we've got Infinite Frontier, number three. Okay, so a couple things on this one. Um, right on the cover, it says, Who is the new Black Lantern? I think that should give you an idea to pick it up right there. But I think there's something else. I think there's something else. Where you at? Um, hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's teasing a new villain. That's what it is. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, is it, I mean, is it the Black Lantern? I don't fucking know. Um, but, yeah, Psycho Pirate, look at you on that B cover. <laughs> I'm trying to get into this, but, um, well, to be perfectly honest, it's, uh, <sighs> introducing me to new DC stuff is tough, and there's a lot of new DC stuff getting introduced here. I just have a hard time with new DC stuff. Um, the second printing of Legends of the Dark Knight, number two, um, first appearance of, uh, What's her name? Quiz, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. Second printing. That could be something, right? Uh, Locust, number three, out of Scout. It's a little eight-part miniseries. Uh, Mr. Miracle, Source of Freedom, number three. We're getting the origin of Never Free. The, uh, the daughter of Scott and Big Barda. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightwing 78 third printing. Riley Rossimo. <laughs> that's a dope ass fucking cover. Uh, yes, still, get these reprints of Nightwing 78. It, it's, um, first appearance of, uh, oh, Melinda Zuko. I think I actually got it right that time. So, Melinda Zuko. It's gonna be a big deal. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Um, Red Shift, number one, coming out of Scout. I remember getting that at Ashcan. Over at scoutcomics.com. Mm-hmm. Use code CHEERS10 at checkout. Save yourself 10%. But, um... So, yeah, the first full issue coming out now. Uh, Robin, number four. Really looking forward to seeing... <laughs> what happens in this issue. Because that, 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 that third issue is setting some shit up for sure. It's gnarly, man. Um, and the, the, the B cover on this one. I have a feeling... Um, oh shit, what's her name? Um, fuck, I gotta look it up. Oh, and I can't move fast. Oh, is Jorge Corona doing this one? Not the cover. Um, Francis Manpool's doing the cover that I'm particularly talking about. Holy shit, Jorge Corona doing the art, not Gleb. No Gleb. That has me incredibly excited. Fuck, I gotta find this. There she is. Um, what's the character's name? Ravager. The daughter of Deathstroke. Uh, yeah, that's a badass cover, man. That's a badass cover. Uh, let's see. Ruby Justice League crossover, number four. Uh, Shepard, Path of Souls, number one. Um, yeah, another scout book. Uh, I think this is, let's see here. Let's just say Professor Lawrence Miller, a.k.a. the Shepherd, and his companions are wandering in the seam, the transitioning place between this world and whatever comes next. While traveling, they stumble on a 
particular district of the seam that functions that functions a hospital of sorts for the souls of warriors who have died in combat. It appears they have come to a peculiar version of Operation Phantom Fury, the second battle of Fallujah, November 2004. But this is the afterlife, and things aren't always what they seem. Enjoy the first issue of this non-stop title, followed by an entire story collected soon after in one volume. Gotta love the non-stop scout stuff, people. Let's see who's doing this one. Um, Andre Lorenzo Molinari and Roberto Xavier Molinari. Nice. <sighs> Ten copy unlock. Once again, I'm not, I think that, I don't know if that's just Scout being different in the way, you know, instead of saying 1 in 10. Um, to me, uh, a 10 copy unlock means it's unlimited after you order 10 copies of the A. But, I could be wrong on that. Uh, Suicide Squad, get Joker, number one. This is a black label prestige format done by... Brian Azzarello, Bat Dick himself, with Alex Maleev and Matt Hollingsworth. So what's this one? Uh, ba -ba -ba. Oversized, yeah, all this I just said. Tell me what the fucking book's about. You want to listen to this? Critically acclaimed and best-selling author Brian Azzarello from Batman, Bat Dick, and Eisner-winning uh, legend Alex Maleev, uh, collaborate for the first time in this three-issue oversized prestige plus format Suicide Squad series pitting Red Hood, there we go, Harley Quinn, Firefly, and more of DC's most villainous criminals against the Joker. When Task Force X's Amanda Waller sets her sights on Batman's greatest foe, she enlists the Dark Knight's former partner, Jason Todd, to track down the clown Prince of Crime and put an end to his mad reign of terror. So it's the Suicide Squad plus Jason Todd versus the Joker, is what it sounds like. Oh, and that's a, oh, that's a really cool <laughs> B cover as well. Uh, from Jorge Bornes. Mm-hmm. I say uh, yes to this one. I'll be reading this. Um, big yes for me. Superman, son of Kal-El. Tom Taylor. On Superman. Uh, John Kent Superman. Not Clark Kent. You know, maybe, maybe it's not, you know, Superman that I don't like. Maybe I just don't like Clark Kent. You know? Um, I, if there's one person that can convince me to subscribe to a Superman title, it's Tom Taylor. And then John Tim's on the art. Come on, people. This is going to be, it's going to be a hit. Remember when he took over Nightwing and how he just changed everything? Um made it the most popular thing get ready for superman to be the most popular thing it's, it's it's coming people it's coming and then there's a let's see three standard covers and then a one in 25 gen bar tail mm, nice oh and a one in 50 as well done by john tim's virgin variant now one in 50 i'd watch out for that one i'd watch out for that one not to take away from the gen bar tail but I'm telling you, people, I have a feeling this, this series, he's going to introduce some pretty gnarly shit. That's just me. Uh, Teen Titans Academy, number five, we've got the origin of three, no, not Red X, three, uh, what was it, like, Brat Girl, um, ah, fuck, and a couple other, the new 
Teen Titans. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then Wonder Woman, number 776. So that wraps up the Lunar FOCs this week. I know you don't have much time to get these in. It's, it's an absolute shame because there's some total bangers. It's not fair. It's not fair. Um... I really wish Lunar... I'm not... I don't want to bitch about Lunar because I think overall they're going to be doing good things. But this this type of stuff, it's frustrating for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to miss their books. Now, and because of that, these books that I say are spec-worthy are going to be even more spec-worthy because so many people are going to miss the FOCs on this. So don't be one of those people. Um, I, God damn, I almost want to stop right now and put it in, but I haven't got the email from my shop yet. Makes me wonder if they even realize. Uh, I don't know. Well, they're, technically they're not open as I record this. It's early, people. Um, so, uh, I would imagine that, that that email will be coming in any moment. But, um, don't, don't procrastinate. Of all the weeks not to procrastinate, it's this one, for sure. So, uh, yeah, those are the lunar FOCs this week. Now we can get to the more casual stuff coming out. You know, uh, Diamond. Um, still, uh, don't don't procrastinate on Diamond either, but I will say, I will throw in the disclaimer here that as I read you these FOCs, and I didn't want to make this episode a two-parter, um, my... <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that'd be good for anybody. Um, but uh, with that being said, the FOCs that I have here for Previous World for Diamond, they're they're not finalized, so there could be some additions. Um, it's uh, I'm gonna do my best here, people. So just bear with me. Now, uh, do July 5th. What a gap from July 5th to July or from July 1st to July 5th. What a shame. Um, we have, let's see here, from Vault Comics, we have Barbaric, number one, already going into a second printing. Already going into a second printing. And then there's a Deluxe Black and White edition and a Black Bag variant as well. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, well, so, I, I said this book's probably going to be something. It already did sell out, obviously. Um, but, uh, for them to do additional covers like this, at double cover price, um, hmm, interesting. Uh, I'm thinking that they're going to be even more collectible at this point. We'll see. And then Barbaric number two on the, uh, on the FOCs as well. Let's see here. Another polybag variant. And then Hickson getting the B cover. So it looks like they're sticking with three covers still going forward on this. Um, I haven't had the chance to read number one yet. Didn't do a stream this week. Sorry, people. Um, heading out of town this weekend. So schedule's a little oh, wacky doodles. But um, with that being said. Uh, yeah, shit. Hmm. Um, I'm curious. I mean, it's already sold out. Uh, it's gotta be good. I mean, I said it was gonna be good. I got a, well, I got three out of the four covers for issue number one. I didn't get the B cover for whatever reason, but what are you gonna do? Uh, Blue Flame. This is all from Vault. Blue Flame number three. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to Blue Flame, get it before this book gets expensive. 
find number one and two, enjoy them. Um, uh, just know that, you know, number one, it's kind of a slow burn at first. It's enjoyable, but you don't really, it was hard for me to understand why they were making the book. And then at the end, mind blown. And then number two flies right into it. So number three on the FOCs this week, add it to your pull list. This might be my vault, um, favorite title going forward. Gorham and, uh, Cantwell are just murdering it. The last book you'll ever read. Number one. This title has my attention. Oh, well, Colin Bunn. There we go. It's going to be a horror. It's going to be a horror, I bet. Civilization is a lie. Deep, bro. Hidden deep in our genes is the truth, and it's slowly clawing its way to the surface. Olivia Cade knows the truth, and she has become the prophet of the coming collapse. Hmm. Her book, Satyr, S-A-T-Y-R, is an international bestseller, and it's being blamed for acts of senseless violence and bloodshed all over the world. Olivia's own life is in danger uh, from those who have read her work. What? Her own life is in danger from those who have read her work. Determined to conduct her book tour, she hires security professional Connor Wilson to act as her bodyguard. She only has one requirement. He cannot read her work. Huh. Interesting. Um, this this sounds super gnarly. Leela Lees? Wise? Doing the, uh, the art on this one? Um... Yeah, I'll be I'll be checking out this first issue for sure. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four covers on this one. It looks like there's two black bag variants as well. That's just a fancy word of saying poly bag. Um, Money shot number thirteen, two covers on that one. But the thirteen, you guessed it, black bag. I bet there's boobs, or possibly even some frontal junk of the lower region. I guess. I guess boobs are kind of frontal junk, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Shadow Service, number 10. Two covers on this one. Let's see. Is this still going? Uh, reaches its category. Okay, yeah. It's a 10-issue maxi-series, so that's why. That's why it's still on my pull list, because um, I had determined that it was a 10-issue. Uh, so, yeah, I have this. I will have this entire run. Haven't checked it out yet, though. It seemed like it was... In, I mean, the concept seemed interesting. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade, number 10. Oh, fuck. I was doing so good. And you said vampire made me yawn. Nothing against Vampire the Masquerade. It's just... Vampires make me sleepy. Uh, Witchblood, number 5. Two, three covers on that one. That is a lot of vault, people. That is a lot of vault. What do we got from Valiant? Shadowman. Number four. God damn it, I have the hiccups. One, two, three covers on this one. Cullen Bun? Cullen Bun. Damn. Uh, you want to hear somebody rant and rave in the best ways over Shadow Man? Make sure you check out uh, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Parlay Points. Mm-hmm. I believe. Otherwise, just follow OD Parlay Hour on Twitter. You know, just, uh, just fucking, those guys are great. Those guys are great. And um, Moneybags' his blogs on, uh, or reviews on Shadow Man have been spectacular. 
Mm-hmm. And thanks to, mm-hmm, shout out to uh, Nerds Forever, the latest sponsor of the Cheers to Comics podcast. That's Nerds with the number four ever. Um, I have the series now. I can go back and read. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that fucking C cover is crazy. You know what it reminds me of, though? Oh, Greg. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? That's what I... <laughs> oh, man. If you know, you'll know. Oh, shit. That's great. Just one book from Valiant this week, as there tends to be. How about Titan? We've got uh, Blade Runner 2029, number six. Three covers on that one. Horizon Zero Dawn Liberation, number one. I think that's some video game stuff. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven colors. Covers. Covers. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are colored. Don't get confused by that. Um, yeah. So two books. Ten. Ten things to pick from Titan Comics this week. Uh, scrolling up now. We've got Scout. No, we've got Scoot. Unicorn. Number one. Getting a second printing. Um, I think that's going to say something. I think this is the first Scoot book to get a second printing. I think that's... Uh, yeah, no, I think that can be confirmed. Son of a bitch. So with that being said, that in itself, spec-worthy. God damn, the excitement is getting my neck all pinchy. Mmm, ouch. Let's see, Black Mask. We've got White Number 2. All types of controversy around this book, and I'm not talking about the content within the book. The fact that this book was um, it was pushed out, I think, twice on the FOCs. And, uh, yeah, then they still limited it to just 2,500 copies. Everybody got allocated. Nobody got their books. Um, so because of that, the, the first printing of white number one, it's like a $150 book on eBay right now. Uh, so I, I don't condone that type of... Uh, marketing. I don't like that. Um, I'm not taking anything away from the creators of the book. Uh, I mean, it's a direct sequel to Black, and, but then, you know, it's got a lot of people excited, and then all of a sudden, all these people that are incredibly fucking excited can't get it. They have to spend 150 bucks, even though they pre-ordered it. That's bullshit. And I know I go on and on about, you know, if you pre-order your books, you'll get the book, but... I mean, nothing is safe from anything, people. There's the, no, no rule is <laughs> foolproof. There's still crazy marketing schemes that go on, and this this was a marketing ploy for sure. It's to get people talking about the title, you know. And that that's honestly, if it wasn't for that, I, we would we would probably already be talking about aftershock comics by now. Um, so I mean, they they're, they're we're talking about it. They win. Um. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a controversial series just for the sake of marketing. Just uh, it's some uh, it's some bad idea bullshit, is what it is. You know, it's um, yeah. Uh, now, how's the story? I well, I haven't heard many good things to be honest. Um, but that's I think that's a lot of people being kind of sour towards it too. <laughs> you know, I think there's some some bias going on in these reviews, so. Yeah, Aftershock. 
Aftershock Comics. We've got The Girls of Dimension 13, number 4. Phantom on the Scan, number 4. And Shadow Doctor, number 5. Um, I think Shadow Doctor may potentially have some legs down the road. I think it's a book that's yet to be discovered. We shall see. Oh, I think I picked up two copies of number one on the speculation front. Uh, ablaze. Ablaze, we have uh, Gung Ho Anger, number three, one, two, three, four covers on that one. So if you're reading Gung Ho, there you go. That's another series. Um, anger. Uh, boom. Boom Studios. Ooh, small week from Boom. We've got Dune. What? Blood of the Sardukar. Sardukar. Uh-oh. The Dune fans hate me now. Even more. Um, I bet it's a one-shot. It looks like it's a one-shot. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna put my my money on the table here and say it's it's just a one shot. Um, I'm not gonna take the time to read this uh, this essay they 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 chose to print to to sell this book. I I wouldn't mean anything to me. I'd fall asleep reading it because I just Dune's not something that I've ever had any interest in. Um, however, I have been collecting the House of Trades because well um. I know that the popularity behind Dune is very much there, and as soon as the movie comes out, um, then the, the the prequel to all of this, it's all going to blow up. It's just, it's a matter of time. So, will this one shot mean something? Probably. Probably. Huh. Eight bucks, huh? Huh. Yeah, he put me to sleep, told you. Firefly, another thing. Uh oh, I gotta continue on. I'm gonna totally fall asleep. Uh, Firefly, number 31, two covers on that one. Good luck, number two. Um, uh, I read number one, and it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, to be honest, it was uh, kind of a disappointment. For all of that, I mean, the, the, the concept sounded really cool, but I've. N- I've never read a comic where they used one particular word as many times as this one did. A word that's in the title. And I'll give you a hint. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't write that. That just came to me. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, once again, I'm never here to turn anybody away from a title. But I will say, for those of you that went into number one for the sake of speculation, um, as somebody that's read it, I wouldn't speculate much harder on it. Yeah. Um, It's only a five-parter. We'll see. And it sucks because I love some fucking Jorge Corona art. Goddamn, do I love some Jorge Corona art. That's a beautiful fucking cover. Damn, that's cool. But I I don't give a shit about good luck gods. (laughs) Um, Yeah. However, one book I do give a whole heap of shits about. Um, is The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. I can't wait to see how this one wraps up. Um, you know, it's, uh, let's see. I still have to read number four, I guess. Um, shout out to Nerds Forever once again for hooking me up with the number two so I can be caught up. And goddamn, such a good series. Um, number two kind of slowed down a little bit, but number three picked right back up. And yeah, these the, the the final two issues. I have a feeling it's this 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 is gonna be something, people. I I really got a feeling about this series. 
It is good. Um, oh, that B covers are really good too. Namit Malavia, Malavia. I don't. Sorry, I'm not great with the with Indian names. I apologize. Um, and then finally, we've got something is killing the children. Number eighteen. Um, more uh, uh, the house of slaughter stuff. Uh, who knows what could be revealed here? It looks like there's just one cover. But like I said, these FOCs are not finalized. There could be more additions. I don't know. Um, but if you're not on something is killing the children at this point, then you're probably too late. Mm -hmm. The whole run's being speculated on. Yes, there's still some cover or some issues you can get for cover price, but uh, yeah, not many, not many. Up to IDW. That's not IDW. That's IDW. We've got Star Trek Year 5, number 23. Um, Alright, this one right here. Ooh, this is probably going to be a big one here. We've got um, Star Wars Adventures. Uh, number 7, the first cover appearance of Crimson Cor the, the Crimson Corsair. So, um... Take that for what you will. You know, it's a Star Wars Adventures title, so probably not going to be as many people on this looking for this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you never know, people. You never know. Uh, so I, am I saying go big on it? Nah. But if you get the opportunity to pick it up, it might not be a bad thing to have a couple copies in your, uh, in your arsenal. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual... Number, well, I mean, this year, 2021. Uh, $7 book, but it's setting up something big. Oh, what's the story arc here? Fuck, I can't move my neck at all. I feel like Batman. I feel like Batman. Um, but only not rich at all. Uh, the King's Gambit. The King's Hey, you want to help me get rich? Fucking leave a whole bunch of five-star reviews on um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, eventually, that'll help me get rich. But in the meantime, um, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to talk about fucking the Turtles, King's Gambit. Apparently, it's going to be a big thing. And, um, yeah, you never know what's going to pop off here. looks like there's a couple covers, too. That's an Eastman variant. Mm, who is that? Who is that on the cover? Is the Rat King? Oh, yeah, that's who that is. Nice. Nice. Um, let's see. Transformers Beast Wars number six. Oh, I bet this series has your attention now on account of the latest announcement of there being a Beast Wars movie, the next installment in the Transformers franchise. You want to hear fucking someone <laughs> just murk out on Beast Wars? Listen to Padawan J on, once again, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Do they have a great podcast? They absolutely do. Um... Let's see here. Ooh, Saki oh, Jimbo, number 20, second printing. Yep, I would say probably not a bad bet to get on that one on account of Yukichi or whatever the fuck. Um, and then, uh, oh, more Usagi Yojimbo, Dragon Bellow Conspiracy, number two of a little six-parter. Not a Usagi guy, but I will say one thing. I sold the uh, the 1 in 10, um, number 20. Just uh, yesterday, for 140 bucks. So, 
yeah, this, uh, apparently there's some Usagi fans out there. Hardcore. Hardcore Usagi fans. $140 on a book that was 10 days old. That's crazy. Not even 10 days old. 7 days old. Look at me and my math. Um, normally by the time, <laughs> you know, it's just fucking this podcast comes out, we're talking about 10 days, but, um, no. No. Anyway, I'm just making up excuses. Uh, I think the neck pain is going to my brain functions at this point. I seriously, I can't turn my neck at all. Um, it's, it's getting worse by the second, but comics are getting better by the minute. Dark Horse, Grendel, Devil's Odyssey, number eight, one, two covers on that one. Oh, shit. Gru. Gru meets Tarzan. Or Tarzan. Uh... Yeah. Hold on. The team behind... Shit. Mark Evanier and Sergio Arangones. I said all of those wrong, I'm certain. But, uh... OG team, people. Damn. Damn. Yeah, this is gonna be big. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think Gru gets the appreciation that it deserves. But, uh... Damn. Tarzan, right? Um, Parasomnia, number two. So again, I haven't had the chance to read anything this week yet. But, uh, come on, bud. Oh, fuck. On a horror book, again. I think that's just what he does now. Um, Andre Moody, yeah. Yeah, no, this one... Ugh. Exciting. It's only four issues, two people. It's not a big investment. Um, Witcher, which is Lament, number three. Uh, of a four-parter, three covers on that one. Those are the Dark Horse books coming out. How about, what's next? Is it, is it Image? Image is next. Crossover, number eight. Um, yeah, so still more Chip Zarsky, I believe. I believe, right? Yeah, I'm cool with that, though. Um, I'm, I'm still liking this series. You know, I'm anxious to see where the second arc goes, especially with Zarsky doing the second arc as just a three-parter. Um, yeah, I don't know. It has my attention, that's for sure. Another book that should have everybody's attention is The Department of Truth Number 1, the sixth and final printing. I will be pre-ordering five of these. Um... Probably going to do another secret variant again. Will the secret variant for this one be as popular as number five? Uh, no, because nobody anticipated that secret variant. I'm sure there's people that are going to be anticipating a secret variant for this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, and it's a big series. People are into it. It's James Tynan IV, who is really just the... Uh, the the big name in comics. You can't just say DC. I mean, look. <laughs> he's Dude's writing Batman. Dude's writing Department of Truth. Dude's writing fucking Something is Killing the Children. There's a... Yeah. He's the name. He's the name right now. So... The, the six... Yeah. I, I think this one's a no-brainer. Um, if, if you went super... <laughs> Did you, if you went super big on five, I don't think you'd need to make up for it at number six. You know, does that make any sense? Uh, you already won with number five. This is really just kind of a last chance. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think the fifth printing will be more valuable than the sixth printing, is what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, yeah. 
don't know. Uh, Department of Truth number 11 is also on the docket this week. And it looks like there's three covers on this one. Um, let's see here. Let's try to get the names of these folks. Trevor Henderson on that B cover. It looks like we're going to be fucking around with some uh, gorillas. And then uh, who's got that C cover? Ethan Young. Gnarly. That's metal. That's fucking metal right there. God damn, that's cool. Um, so yeah, Department of Truth. And we got Headlopper, number 16. Headlopper's back. I feel like it's been a minute. Uh, maybe it hasn't. I don't read it. What would I know? Uh, two covers on Headlopper. Lighthouse, number four. Um, one, two, three covers on this one. Made in Korea, number three. Manifest Destiny, number 45. I feel like this might be a final issue. Nope, nope. No, it's not. It just feels like a final issue. That's a fucking sweet cover. That is way cool. Um, it's got like a, a King Kong... Um, I don't know. I, uh, it's... I don't know. It's got like an old school King Kong vibe. What I don't, I don't know. Uh, what's this? Sweet Paprika, number one. So, Merkel and Dolfo, the same one that brought you fucking... What's the one with the animals that fuck? Or, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Uh, unnatural. There it is. <laughs> I don't know if the animals are actually fucking. It sure does look like they might fuck, though. So, yeah. Uh, Paprika. She's a successful businesswoman, a New Yorker of Italian origin. Uh, job and career. Co there, there's a lot going on here. There's, there's too many fucking words. Um, so, yeah. No, I imagine if you're into Unsacred, it looks like it's the same. Well, not the same. It's just all, you know, the same creator. That's what I'm trying to say. Right on. Cool. Um, probably not going to be for me, though. One, two, three, four, five, six covers on this one. Of course, there's a nude variant. Because um, it's Marco and Dolfo. And she like it a booby. Oh, look at that Momoko. Just awful. That's fucking terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Anyway, um, Old Guard. Let's <laughs> time. Number four. One, two, three covers on that one. Savage Dragon 260. There's a first appearance in this one, but I don't think anybody's going to really care, to be perfectly honest. Two covers on Savage Dragon 260. Scumbag number nine. Love me some scumbag. Two covers on that one. Skybound X number four. Yes, there's going to be a first appearance. Um, and let's see. who are, What are the dudes that we're covering in this one? The story. Ow. Fuck me. My neck. Where is it at? Jesus Christ. There's, there's just way too much in the key collector app. Uh, let's see. Redneck and Excellence are the, uh, featured stories in this one. Despite we have, uh, fucking, uh, was it Negan and, I don't know, other dude with weird lightsaber thingy. Um, alright, cool. Still, into it. I think all Skybound X stories I've, I've subscribed for at least two apiece on. Um, I think uh, this is... <laughs> I think this is setting up something big here, people. Just saying.
Uh, Spawn 320. Three covers on this one. Uh, Summoner, uh, Summoner's Legacy War, number four. Uh, that Texas Blood, number eight. People loving That Texas Blood still. And Vinyl, number two. Um, yeah, Vinyl, number one, was weird, and people are loving it. And that, that gets me really excited when all those people are loving it because, to be you know honest, I, uh, I kind of speculated on this issue, people. After talking with Doug Wagner, and ironically enough, my conversation with Doug Wagner, as you may or may not know, vinyl never really came up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just knew after talking with them that I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be into vinyl, and others are going to be into vinyl. And um, yeah, so those are all the indies on the FOCs this week. Now we've got Marvel. Marvel. We've got Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, number 71. Three covers on this one. Uh, oh, Nick Spencer's still doing that. Um, Avengers Mech Strike ra- wrapping up with its fifth issue. Beta Ray Bill wrapping up with that fish- fifth issue, which is a shame. I wish that weren't ongoing. Uh, Black Cat number eight. Um, keep your eye on this one. With what happened in the annual, um, I don't know. Something could pop off in this. We'll see. Um, I wouldn't have a whole lot of faith. You know, I wouldn't gamble on it hard. But maybe just add it to your pull list just in case. If you're not a Black Cat reader, you know, then it's not going to hurt to have it. You know, you don't have to... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It's not going to be hard to let go of. Let's put it that way. Now, if you are a Black Cat reader, probably pick up two just in case. So you don't have to split up your collection. Just in case. Um, Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade, wrapping up with its fifth issue. A lot of wrapping ups this week. Black Widow, number nine. Um, that Mark Brooks variant mm, might be a thing. Uh, Mark Brooks doing, well, uh, Captain America, Black Widow um, type of combo there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, and she's all Russian, too. <laughs> uh, Cable, number 12. That's the final issue. That sucks. Uh, Daredevil, number 32. All right, so with Daredevil, number 32. Uh, with number 31, you know, they're kind of teasing a new villain, and I said it's probably just a, a, a different version of Bullseye. Well, um, maybe not. Maybe not. This this character that kind of cameoed, if you will, popped up in Bullseye's head. Now, we don't know if this is just another version of the way he sees himself or um, somebody that is going to come to fruition at some point in time. With that being said, I don't think having extra copies of the, uh, the, the, the greatest Marvel book being written right now is going to hurt your feelings. So... Keep your eye on that. Um, Eternals, number six. Two covers on that one. Fantastic Four, number 34. Couple covers on that one. Uh, Mighty Valkyries, number four. Apparently, there seems to be some sort of first appearance that may pop off in this. We shall see. Um, three covers on this one. All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, you, you know, through the power of editing, you probably would have never known. Or maybe you would have. Um, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to fucking stop. I had to stop for a second, and uh, not just for a second. I had to go get my neck looked at. But I'm back. I'm back. It would have been a good time to do a commercial break, but um, uh, just in case you notice like a weird change in energy all of a sudden, you know, it went from 7 a.m. Ouch! I hurt my neck energy to uh, 4 p.m. Um, uh, my neck is feeling slightly better. Energy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, I went and got a professional neck massage and it seemed to have helped. Apparently, there's a condition for what I have. It's called uh, um. I don't know. That's a big word that I'll never remember. Anyway, uh, Miles Morales. Uh, yeah, no, I would. Did the Miles Morales? Yes, Miles Morales. Mar Marvel Tales. It might have the U Ultimate Fallout reprint in here. Let's see here. 21st Century Rings. Blah blah blah. Um, from. I'm not sure. Okay, yes. Find out in his debut scene from Ultimate Fallout 4 and the mythos making Ultimate Comic Spider-Man number 1 through 5. So, yes. Yes, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, probably something important to have. You know? I I'm not going to lie. That might be something. Uh, I mean, a, a reprint of the classic first appearance scene? I'd say. I'd say. Uh, let's see here. Shang-Chi, number three. Um, I've been led to believe that there's supposed to be a first appearance in, like, the first five issues of Shang-Chi. So, take that for what you will. I could be wrong on that. Let me pull out my handy-dandy, uh, uh, pocket thingy. Hey, look at that. Um, oh, wait, no, wrong thing. I thought I was pulled right up to it. That never happens. Alright, what do we do here? What, what month is this? It'd be like the 28th or some shit. Alright, what do we have? Um, not seeing Shang-Chi. Not seeing any. I don't know, I, I, I kind of thought when I heard that the first five issues would feature... Oh, yep. Son of a bitch. Um, first appearance in, of Shang-Chi's sister. A mutant. Possible cameo in number two. So, oh yeah, uh, no, I fucking a Shang Chi's sister. I say this is gonna be a big pickup, big pickup. You know, Shang Chi movie coming out and whatnot. She's gonna be a mutant. Mm. Look, she's got claws and shit. Like, is, is is oh no, never mind. It's Shang Chi versus Wolverine. <laughs> is this sister Logan? Uh, yeah, no. It's actually pretty sweet cover. Um, Lionel Francis, you on there? It's a slight homage. To a classic, what is that? Hulk 340? Kind of, in a way. Slightly. I'm getting that feeling. Um, I have a feeling that this is going to be a book. Uh, and, yeah. I don't know. And there's a, a variant on the, There's a f few covers on this. Momoko getting her anime variant, but, you know. Uh, let's see here. Star Wars, number 15. One, two, three covers on that one. Star Wars High Republic, number 7. Oh shit, they're doing an, an action figure variant? I don't have a uh, um, uh, an image here, because it's super early. But, um, shit. A uh, hundred times yes. A million times yes. Uh, let's see here. S sword number seven. Two covers on that one. Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads. 
Um, alright, so the last time, remember I was like, stop fucking making Spider-Man books and Spider-Man titles, we already have a web of Spider-Man, and then it blew the hell up, and I had to, to eat crow. Um, well, here we go, Symbiote Spider-Man, I can go on and on and on about why we don't need this, but, you know, Peter David's doing some shit, I don't know if Peter David's gonna fucking create a new character, but, let's see here, after three sense-shattering series... That was fun to say. Peter David, Greg Land, and Jay Lyston, uh, and Frank Darmada, and the entire Symbiote Spider-Man crew return. <sighs> this time, they're, they, they couldn't have possibly wrote that themselves. This time, they're taking Spider-Man down the road, less traveled to the supremely psychedelic crossroads dimension. Okay, you have me at psychedelic. In their most ambitious series yet, the Symbiote team puts Peter Parker and his alien costume on a collision course with none other than the Incredible Hulk in a story set just before Peter David's landmark run on the Hulk series. Oh, cool. Um, alright, and crossing over into, well, the Crossroads dimension, who's to say that a new character doesn't pop up? It looks like, I mean... <laughs> this is this is how crazy the world is now. I almost say, is it racist if I assume that tree's group? <laughs> That's how sad things are now, as we have to automatically assume uh, that something is offensive by saying something. I mean, it's nice that we think beforehand. That's a good thing. But to me, uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> I don't think that's Groot. It's a tree with a bunch of hands. Fucking, you know, crossroads. Get it? Because it's pointing in all types. Of, I see what you're doing there, Greg Land. Um, Alright, yeah, no, I was a fucking $5 book. Maybe pick up two. Uh, one to be safe for sure. Uh, let's see, there's a pretty dope headshot variant on there. And look at that. Oh, man, I almost thought that was Trad Moore for a second. This is... Ernanda Souza. You have my attention, Ernanda. Souza? Um, was that a Senora Souza? Is Ernanda, would be, Ernanda would be the feminine, right? Uh, there we go assuming again. <laughs> um, that's a sweet cover, is what I'm saying. You know, being into the psychedelics and whatnot, that's a pretty sweet cover. And Ernanda... Uh, you have my attention as an artist now. Um, for me to assume, you know, to think Trad more off of a very quick blinky glimpse, that's, that's saying something. Because Trad, that's the king of psychedelic art right now. If you were to ask me in the form of comics, it's Trad more. Um, United States of Captain America, number two. One, two covers on this one. We got a... Uh, a design variant is that that doesn't look like America Chavez. Um, is that another new type of Captain America figure? Fuck, I don't know. I didn't read the last one. All right, Nichelle Wright. Okay, yeah, fucking take that for what it is. Uh, pick up a couple to be safe. Uh, you know the other one, the one that I thought was gonna tear up fucking do all types of crazy shit being the first gay Captain America and all that he's not doing so much it's not but who's to say oh there's a little Phoebe what's up Phoebe uh, look at that little smile 
you can't see her smile. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the old Captain America here. Uh, the second printing of Web of Spider-Man number two. So take that for what you will. No new cover or anything like that. Wolverine number fourteen. Uh, yes, big time. Yes, uh, there will be a first appearance as well as the uh, the origin of uh, Solemn. Solemn. Uh, is, uh, I think it's going to be the next Sabretooth, people. I, I think it's his next big bad, and um, I think it'd be silly to sleep on it. So getting the origin... I don't know if this book is going to be highly sought after for the origin. There is going to be a first appearance in there, and I don't know if that's going to be the major thing or not. I don't know. A huge crime boss, I guess? But um, uh, of uh, Arako, if I remember correctly? Um... But uh, but more than anything, I think this is going to boost the the integrity and um, uh, just um, the value is the word I'm looking for of what is it uh, issue number seven I believe of Wolverine Solemn's first appearance. Um, yeah, man, it is it's going to be a a big book in a lot of ways I believe. So, um, yeah, and uh, before this book comes out, go through and get, I think it's issue number seven of um, Wolverine. I believe so. And uh, the, the first cover appearance is X-Force number 10, I think? Um, but, yeah, look for those books before it, Wolverine 14 comes out. And, but make sure you also have Wolverine 14 on your pull list. Uh, there is a uh, a Momoko variant on that, but um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I know that I'm a Momoko... I wouldn't say a hater, um, but that's... Hater's going to hate. Uh, but this one right here, like, this is why I don't understand the, uh, the just... I don't know, the gushiness, like the Leafield-esque type of fandom... <laughs> For, for Momoko, like, from a, you should, it shouldn't have to take the amount of, you know, counting the amount of claws to determine which version of Wolverine it is, you know what I mean? Like, this is the most feminine-looking Logan I had ever seen. Like, you ever seen Logan completely shaved up like this? Like, no scruff whatsoever, you know? And a pointy, uppy nose? Um, nah. Nah, uh, like skinny little wrist. <laughs> no, but three claws, so we know it's not Laura, you know? Um, I don't know, people. Like I said, I don't mean to talk shit, but I also, I'm here to enlighten as well. For those of the, you know, going, oh, there's nothing, she's perfect, she can't do wrong. This cover right here is, um, well, proving those people wrong. Because this is, this is... This is wrong. This is wrong for Wolverine fans. It's not good. Um, yeah. On a high note, X-Factor number 10 is getting reprinted because on a low note, somebody died. And um, it was a big character. And we're not, you know, and I know what a lot of people are thinking. Um, you know, fucking, well, mutants, they can come back anytime. No mutant can die. Well, was it a mutant that died? Hmm? Or is this a character actually being established as a mutant? Um, hincy, hincy's, hincy's. Um, yeah, so if you were to look right now, X-Factor number 10 is going for around, like, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks-ish. <sighs> Blowing my mind. Um, I'm going to hang on to my one copy. I think it's going to level out for sure. Um, 
but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's kind of a revolutionary, well, a revelation. And um, it could mean a lot of things for this character going forward. And, well, for mutant canned, if you will. So, uh, second printing might be a thing. And also, I don't have the image here as well. And you know how Marvel likes to surprise you with the holy shit, that's a first appearance on a, blah, 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 on a random second printing. You know, they're known to do that. I'm not saying this is going to be one of those times, but it's already kind of a key issue, right? Right? So, uh, yeah, those are the FOCs, people. I know that uh, there's not a whole lot of time between listening to this, and I'm getting it out as soon as I possibly can. I'm sorry I had to go see a professional. Um, I, it was, I couldn't turn my neck anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm at about 60% now to the left. That's, that's remarkable, considering I was at um, uh, zero uh, this morning. <laughs> so I apologize. This took later to get out than I hoped. Um, but, ah, man, I, I hope you're ahead of the game. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, your, your shops are kind of ordering ahead of the time. They're anticipating this type of thing. So still put in the orders with your shops in hopes of reserving one of the copies that they have maybe dedicated towards the shelf, um, towards your pull box. So I don't know. That's the best uh, advice I have for you people. Um, you can always uh, hit up nerdsforever.com as well and um, see what Tarl can do for you there. Um, yeah, man. He's got the great books. He's got the good book. He listens to this podcast, so he knows what's nice. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm never going to stop plugging a great goddamn sponsor. All right, people. I'm going to take a quick little breaky-poo. I'm going to leave you with an Apocalypse promo and possibly some other uh, targeted advertisements we shall see <laughs> see i'm transparent with you um and uh, i'll be back here in just a moment to talk about the books coming out next week after you done celebrated the fourth of july and whatnot um so what would that be the uh the the, the seventh all right hang tight Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villains Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on TheVillainsDemand.com. back how about that crossover collision man telling you (laughs) these guys come up with the best battles i actually had the honor of going on to one of their shows you talk about intimidating it's not very often i'm intimidated um in any type of situation um but uh going on their show knowing as much as these guys know the amount of research those guys put into their Yeah, and they had to, like, throw me some softballs, too, like some softball characters. (laughs) Even then, I was like, ooh, you still still got me. You guys do your research. I love it. So check out Crossover Collision for sure. Um, Definitely a friend of the show. Uh, So let's talk about these books coming out next week, man. Let's talk about Lunar again. The book's coming out on uh, Tuesday. Um, uh, Yeah, because there is no official new comic book day anymore. But um, what are you going to do? Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the DC and Scout books coming out next week. I'm not even sure if there are any Scout books coming out next week. 
Uh, Batman number 110, jocks on the cardstock variant there. Uh, let's see, Batman Fortnite 0 point number 6. So this is going to be the final code that you need to get the super skin. That sounds like sexy and gross at the same time. The super skin. Mm. Uh, I don't even know if super skin is the right word for that. That's the one I'm going with, though. Um, Batman Secret Files The Signal, number one. Um, let's see here, a couple covers there. Batman The Adventures Continue, season two, number two. Couple covers there. Looks like we got a little Nightwing vs. Talon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crime Syndicate, number five of the little six-parter, two covers. Uh, Crush and Lobo, number two. Two covers there. Uh, let's see. DC Horror Presents The Conjuring, number two. So this is the new thing that they're doing. They're taking on the horror IPs and comicizing them. Mm. Sound like a George Bush word there. Comicizing. Uh, <laughs> so two covers on that one. Uh, Green Lantern, number four. Uh, two covers, as there, you know, typically is. Uh, Justice League number 64. All right, this is a book that I, I went fairly heavy on. Um, I, I think I, you know, I went three or four copies on this one. Uh, the United. It's an alternate Justice League type of thing. I don't know. You know, I mean, there's the Justice Society, the JSA. That could be a thing. You know, uh, there's the, well, I think they're called the Crime Syndicate, aren't they? They're, they're, they're the, uh, the opposite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but but the, I, ha I have a I have a gut feeling, especially since people are so turned off at Justice League right now. I feel like it's not going to be a super highly ordered book, even though. I'm, but then but then you have that it is Justice League, just like people are really turned off of Spider Man right now. But it's still Spider Man. They're gonna print a bunch of them, um, but I don't know. It's also DC. How 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 much are they really gonna print? I don't know. I don't know. The fact is, I got a gut feeling about Justice League number 64. Might not be a bad thing. To, there's going to be a bunch of fucking first appearances. A bunch of them. And once again, they're going to throw some sketty against the wall. And then a couple of these little noodles, they're going to stick. And they're going to say, those are the ones. That little fucking eight-legged freak back there with the diaper, that's going to be the one we keep. I don't know. That's the silhouette that has my mind. The spider-looking son of a bitch. Uh, Justice League Infinity. What is this? Um, J.M. DeMattis, uh, James Tucker, Ethan Beavers. <laughs> Beaver. From Justice League Unlimited producer, James Tucker, and series writer. Yeah, you said, yeah, okay, I don't need their fucking resume. There's a big wandering the universe. What? There's a being wandering the universe, searching for its true purpose. But what it finds out on the furthest edge of the cosmos will change not just our universe, but many. Meanwhile, the War of the Throne of Apocalypse arrives on Earth, and the true ruler will only be decided one way. Who can destroy the Justice League? Oh, 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 they're in it now, aren't they? I think this might be the end of the team. Uh, <laughs> let's see, two covers on this one. Right on. Who's the? What's that? Scott Scott Hepburn on the? Okay. Right on. Uh, Superman looks ominous. Um, uh, Batman Second Son number four. That's wrapping up. Uh, two covers on that one. Nice House on the Lake, number two. You better stay on this series, people. Two covers on that one. And uh, Sensational Wonder Woman, number five. Got a couple covers there. Oh, Suicide Squad, you don't want to... You just if, if, if you're not on Suicide Squad, you need to be on Suicide Squad. 
Uh, and there's two covers to pick from there. Swamp Thing's halfway through its 10-part maxi-series at issue 5 this week. And uh, Wonder Girl, two issues there. Will Mirai getting a pretty badass variant. That is a... Uh, that's a good variant. That's a good variant. Will Mirai, who are you? I've never said your name before that I remember. That's a... Hmm... Oh, and then there's there's actually three, because apparently Pride Month continues in July. I bet this book was just pushed back is all. Um, right on. Joel Jones doing the Oh, nice man. Dig it. This is gonna this is gonna be a big stuff. It's gonna be a big stuff. So it looks like after all there is no Yeah, no scout this week. It's all DC from Lunar this week. Um, but it's it's a thick one. It's a thick one nonetheless. So let's Let's head on over to previews now. Let's see what the hell's coming out next week. Get the filter on. All right. Vault. Vault coming out next week. Nope. Nope. That's this week. Try again. Try again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vault. There we go. <laughs> All right. Hollow Heart number five. All right. That's it. Two covers on Hollow Heart. I'm not really reading Hollow Heart. I think from Valiant this week, there is not. And for that, I'm sad. Uh, Scout from Scout Comics. We've got Locust number two, um, Rabid World number two, Tales Told in Technicolor number one. Oh, you're gonna want this one. Fuck, I might have missed the pre-order on this one. Maybe I didn't. Um, yeah, Technohor, not Technicolor. Technohor. <laughs> Is that what I said? Uh, yeah. No, I think. It's, I mean, we're. <laughs> The, the 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 little horror anthologies are doing well, and I think this is Scout's take on that. I, I mean, you never know, man. You never know. Scout does well, and Scout I trust. And then there's Tart Toxic Origins, number one, also from Scout. Uh, from Oni Press this week, we've got Orcs in Space, two and one. All right, two covers there. Never heard of it. Uh, Mad Cave? From Mad Cave, we have Battle Cats, volume three, number one. And a whole bunch of reprints of Nottingham, a series that seemed to have kind of lost steam in the speculation market. That's what happens when you just put out a bunch of fucking reprints. Um, you know, you lose the... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that works, but not... not uh, I don't know. Not on a Mad Cave book, let's put it that way. Uh, from Black Mask? We've got God Killer. Oh, I've been, oh, I'm pumped for this one. I forgot about this one. God Killer, Tomorrow's Ashes. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real disappointed if this one doesn't show up in my pull box. I'm fucking 100% certain I added that. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that one. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, I checked. I'm looking at Albatross for a second, and I saw the Goon, but the Goon Number One Resketched Edition for 20 bucks. I'm not sure what that means, but that's happening. Um, Ahoy. Okay, we've got Blacksmith. It's not Blacksmith, it's Blacksmith. Mm-hmm, we'll play on words there from Ahoy. That's what they do, because they're a funny book business. And then uh, Wrong Earth, Night and Day, number five. From After... That's not Aftershock. From Aftershock next week, we got Baby Teeth, number 19. Clans of Balari number one. I remember talking about this one. And Out of Body number two. Oh, I'm excited for Out of Body number two. I went into Out of Body number one kind of doubting it. Thinking, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you probably 
tired of me hearing making the or tired of here hearing me make the comparison of out of body and the jump. Well, fact is, is there is no comparison. They are completely different in their own way, in their own beautiful fucking ways. Um, astral projecting, what a goddamn subject. Uh, I can't wait for out of body number two. Boom, we've got basilisk number two. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. It was just as creepy as I hoped. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 27. Uh, Magic the Gathering, number 4. A few covers on that one, as there have been. Mamo, number 1. Picking up on its f issue. Yeah, first, obviously, number 1. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, a little five-part miniseries. This is, this is a coin toss for me. It's either going to be as popular as we live, or as forgotten about as things you can't remember. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Things You Can't Remember is not a book, by the way. It's, uh, it's, that's, that's just a sentence that I said. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They're doing Power Rangers number eight. Apparently the sketch cover is coming out this week, because I guess that didn't happen last week, or when it was supposed to come out. Um, and then WWE, New Day, Power of Positivity, a little micro-series. So if you're a, uh, if you're a WWE fan, then there you go. Wow, wow, we will. Uh, Wind, number eight. More James Tynan. This is a James Tynan book that people aren't really blowing the fuck up, you know, like he tends to do. But, but with that being said, it still has plenty of potential people. You never know. I'm not really reading it, but I did have enough faith to pick up three copies of number one. They're just sitting in a box waiting, waiting for their day, waiting for y'all to start talking about it. From IDW this week, we have Chained the Grave, number five. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, Yearbook, number two. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, number 99. Good lord. Uh, Snake Eyes, Dead Game, number five. That's finally concluding. Uh, Star Trek, Year 5, number 22. Alright, and then the Star Wars Adventures number 6. There's something that you're gonna... Yes, yeah. so the first appearance of Marie Santaka, the hyperlane navigator for the Nihil. Now, um, here's the deal, people. The more they introduce these Nihil, or Nile, I think it's Nihil, Nihil characters throughout these non-High Republic titles, the more it's going to boost the value of Star Wars High Republic number three. So if you're someone like myself that picked up 25 copies of that and are disappointed that it's not popping off, these books right here, I know it's Star Wars Adventures. It's still not quite the same, but still they're using it. Mm, they're, they're using, they're bringing about these characters. They're making them important. And I'm telling you, the the Nihil, it's gonna it's gonna be a big big thing. This, this particular character, I'm not so sure. I will say on the B cover of this, this is prob the B cover is gonna be the one you want because it's the first cover appearance as well. And it's Figo Osio doing the uh, doing the art, so it's rad naturally. Uh, yeah, now this is this is the one. Um, Star Wars Adventures number six B cover. Yeah, coming out of IDW this week. So far, that is the one. But um, I have a feeling there's more. There's more this week to get super excited about as far as being the pick of the week. But just to even make the list, right? Just to be nominated. Just to be nominated. Um, Dark Horse. Dark Horse this week, Beasts of Burden, Occupied Territories, wrapping up with its fourth issue. I've got another Hellboy book coming out. Hellboy and the BPRD, Secret of 
Chessborough House. Okay. Uh, a little two-parter, as they tend to do. Uh, Jenny Zero, number three. I can't wait to read that one. Masters of the Universe Revelation. And yes, it is Kevin Smith and, you know, Tim Sheridan and Rob David and Mindy Lee. And look at that Sejak cover. Sejak? I'm never going to say his name right until I hear it from him. And then there's a Mignola cover on this as well. So I'm thinking with this, uh, I don't know, that trailer. I'm not even a fucking Motu fan. And that trailer has me going, oh, am I a Motu fan? Am I going to be getting into this? That one just, I don't know. I was i was more into the, 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 the Transformers and shit, I guess. Um, which, ironically enough, I'd retained none of that. I could watch any Transformers right now, and it would be like watching it for the first time. Oh, poor me and my head injury. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then to wrap up Dark Horse, <laughs> we've got uh, Worst Dudes, number two. So, okay, I went into Worst Dudes, number one. And uh, for those of you who didn't catch my review uh, of it when I went live, um, I, I, I was a little on the fence about it, but um, the, the more I analyze it, the more I'm kind of thinking that, no, I mean, this is, this is very in its own world, you know? I'm not going to lie. I think I have a bit of a bias um, towards the creator of this book. Um, and I'm not going to get into it at all. Uh, well, the co-creator of this book. I have no idea how much of a part Tony Grigori played into writing this book. I said the wrong words. Not creator. Writer of this book. Um, Tony Grigori is what's keeping me in this book. His art is fucking fantastic. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> his character designs are incredible. It's off the wall. Just like I would kind of want out of a book that I was comparing it to Scumbag, you know, and that was my big thing, is, oh, you fucking scumbag, and um, I was, uh, you know, Tony Grigori actually mentioned that this book was, you know, created and done well before the Scumbag even came out, and of course I have to take his word on that, I have no reason to not believe that, fucking COVID pushed back a lot of shit, so, um, yeah, I don't know, man, uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's got me into it, for sure. Uh, it's, well, we'll, we'll say, what is it, just like four or five issues? Yeah, five issues. Um, I mean, the, the, it really picked up towards the end. Like I said, and like I said, I was also in my head, too. You know, I wanted to find reasons not to like it for whatever reason. I don't even know why, I, but, no, it's, it's good. The art, <laughs> the art, it keeps it comical for sure. Uh, image, we've got Ant number 12, the second printing. Okay. Uh, Commanders in Crisis number 10, three, four f covers on that one, as there seems to be for some reason um, throughout this series. Uh, Deep Beyond doing the same thing with four covers. Uh, issue number six, um, uh, yeah, four covers. Uh, Firepower number 13, let's see, Geiger number four. For, I'm, I, for whatever, Geiger hasn't been showing up on my pull list. I have to re-add it apparently. Um, I don't have issue two or three now. I, I, it's it's frustrating, to say the least, because um, I really enjoyed number one. Sometimes shit happens. It gets mixed up in the list. Sometimes I add it wrong. Sometimes I just say I want number one and then just assume that I have it added, but I'm pretty sure I've re-added it. But uh, I could be wrong, too. Um, yeah. But number four is coming out this week, and people are still loving it. Good Asian, number three. 
two covers on this one. Uh, Inkblot, number 10. Carmen's wrapping up with the fifth issue. Noctera on issue number five. I'm loving this fucking series. It's probably my favorite Scott Snyder thing so far. Um, Ordinary Gods, number one. You know, it's fucking image. You never know. Uh, Post-Americana, number six. Does that one get extended to seven? I thought it was only going to six. Hmm. Number six. Uh, all right, whatever. I could be wrong. Uh, Skybound, number one. Um, I think this is right now. No, this is probably the pick of the week. Um, people, what, what's the character's name? God damn it. I was so proud of myself that I could remember. Uh, God damn it. Where's the character's name? Oh, I lost everything. Uh, from the walk of oh, fucking Clementine. Jesus Christ. Yes, Clementine from the video game. I guess that's a big deal. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I would say 100% this is the book to have this week. Um, it's, I don't know. I feel like because of all the haters on it, I don't know, these haters might just be manipula manipulating the market for their own, it's like the weatherman that says it's gonna rain so he can have the golf course all to himself. You know, I, that type of fuckery plays a part in this game. It's a, it's a collector collector world sometimes. Um, but with that being said, yes. And hold on, is that Clementine on the D cover? Oh, shit. So that's the first appearance of Clementine? Motherfucker. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on there. Pick up the D cover. Yeah. Pick up the D cover. And Charlie Outer doing the... Doing the... Yeah, totally. That's, that's Clementine. Alright. I'd have never played the game, I don't know, but if I had to guess... That's, that's the one... That's the one. I'm going to go ahead and just uh, circle you right now. That's what I'm going to do. That's the one. Uh, more not-so-terrible bets this week are the Stray Dog reprints, all the horror variants. Um, if I had to pick out of the four, the number three third printing is probably, out of all of the horror variants and all of the reprints so far that are going to come out and have come out of Stray Dogs, the midsummer variant here is by far i think the going to be the most iconic one that they do um yes there there's some great ones but this this particular one is to me i don't see them doing a better one unless they did a human centipede if they did a human centipede horror homage variant there's no there's <laughs> There's just no words. It would be unobtainable badassery um, from that point on. It'd probably go down as the greatest comic book cover ever made. Are you hearing me, Trish Forstner? Hmm? Are you hearing me? Let me see Stray Dogs, number one, fourth printing Human Centipede Homage with Three Dog. <laughs> That's the one, people. But in the meantime, we have this number three third printing homaging Midsummer, Possibly the greatest horror movie that I've seen in quite some time. Um, and then uh, Walking Dead Deluxe number 18 coming out as well this week. So Image really bringing it. Let's bring this bad boy home and let's talk the Marvel books coming out this week. Can we have a more speculative book 
than the Skybound X number one cover D. We'll see. We've got Amazing Spider-Man number 70. Mm, I don't know if that's going to do it. Amazing Spider-Man annual number two. Couple covers there. Um, America Chavez made in the USA number four. Going to have an origin story in this, but what the fuck is an origin these days? Um, Avengers number 46. Maybe we got the first appearance of the Winter Hulk, I believe, or we're kicking off World War She-Hulk. Um, I don't know what the Winter Hulk is, you know. Um, is that the the equivalent to World Breaker Hulk for She-Hulky? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think it's a bad idea to speculate just a little bit on that. Um, Captain America number thirty. I think this is the final issue. Yep. Yeah, so for that in itself, maybe a big deal, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I personally think that Tanaheshi Coates as a comic book writer, well, um, no, not my flavor at all. Children of the Atom, number five. Oh, I think we're getting a first appearance of a new mutant in this one. And not a new mutant, but um, a different kind of mutant. A cybernetic mutant? No, no, that's not this one. Wrong mutant book. <gasps> Brian, not all mutant books are the same. Um, Children of the Atom, number five. Uh, Extreme Carnage Alpha, number one. Yeah, you're obviously picking up this one. Uh, one, two, three, four, five covers on this one. Uh, Hellions, number 13. One, two covers on this one. Uh, this is the one. Hellions is the mutant book that has the first appearance of a self-replicating mutant. And the Zeta team. Hmm. Look at Mr. Sinister on there getting... <gasps> That's Mr. Sin... Ho, ho, ho. I, what are you doing there? Is that a different... He's... Hmm, yellow cape. Mm-hmm. When they change the colors, it usually means they're evil. <sighs> um... <laughs> Uh, Mortal Hulk number 48. Um, you're gonna want the the homage variant as well, I would imagine. But you're you're this is hmm landmark series, people. You you you're not falling off this the series at this point, are you? With just a couple issues to go, you know. And then at 50, don't do that. Um, Runaways number 37. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 14. First full appearance of Death Stick. So, yes, Deathstick kind of looking badass, and it looks like it's also a cover appearance as well. Um, new new Bounty Hunter. Uh, or Assassin, I mean, not Bounty Hunter. Uh, maybe it is a Bounty Hunter, I don't know. Um, either way, good idea to pick up multiple copies, I would say, in this world of Star Wars craziness. And I know you may think that, oh, Star Wars books aren't crazy hot anymore. Well, that's because there isn't a Star Wars series going on on the TV. Wait till there's a Star Wars series going on the TV. And then all the books are going to blow the fuck up. You shall see. Um, uh, Trials of Ultraman, number four. Uh, a couple covers on that one. The Werewolf by Night, number 32. Facsimiles coming out this week. Mm. Um, X-Force, number 21. There's a second appearance of a character in here. Do you care about second appearances? Well, you should if it's um, <laughs> manslaughter. Yes. Yes, um, 100%, anything man-thing related, I'm all about. Uh, so yes, pick up X-Force. It's Ben Percy, people. You're gonna want it. Um, and then uh, X-Men, 
Number one. Yes. So well, we got a new team, and uh, quite the team it is. I'll let you find. Yeah, you can look. I'm not gonna read off who the team is. Maybe I will. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, oh, Jerry Duggan's doing X Men. Holy fuck! How did I not know that with Pepe La Rasta? Holy shit! Um, yeah, no, this is this is gonna be the. <laughs> oh, good lord! And there's a billion covers to choose from on here. Um, I'm after the the trading card variants for sure. Every trading card variant that's coming out has my money. I hope Marvel's not listening because they're just gonna put out more because they know I'm a fucking sucker. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, that X-Men number one, written by Jerry Duggan, that's an exciting one for sure. But I will say this, um, it's still as it stands, the book that you, I really hope that you pre-ordered, that, yeah, that, that you're able to get a bunch of, is the Skybound X number one D cover. First cover appearance of Clementine. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be a big deal, people. It might not be, but <laughs> there's always that possibility, right? <sighs> I know. I, I, I have to give myself that little bit of room for error. But, uh, you'll see. You'll see. Hey, I said that the Black Cat annual was going to do well. I didn't think that by the time I'd be recording this, fucking less than 24 hours later, that it'd be a $20 book. So, you know, saying... Uh, all right, people, that's it. These are the pull list priorities. The book's coming out on the 7th. The book's due for pre-order. Once again, I apologize on behalf of Lunar that you didn't have the time to get these in in time. Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, still, I, I didn't want to put out the episode. Not put out the episode. I, I didn't want to give you... The, the, give the... Hmm. I don't know. I got a lot of feelings about this, people. I really kind of hope that I, Lunar kind of irons out this this massive wrinkle in their uh in their new system but i have faith that they will um all right people that's it remember leave those five star reviews on apple Podcasts and anywhere else you could leave a review podchaser.com as well while you're over at podchaser.com um you know fucking hit follow some awesome lists like uh well hashtag the apocalypse is what i call it um and uh, you it's just all of the great podcasts that uh, myself and uh, the co-curator Ken Moneybags from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, whatever we come across. I said these people are good. These people are positive for the podcast community. Bam, that's uh, that's what we're about, man. Over at the Apocalypse. So follow all that. There's you know at Twitter as well at the Apocalypse Group. If you're looking for podcast recommendations, then look no further so there you go um remember get in these orders as soon as possible do not procrastinate i will uh i will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about i remember to stay safe i command that you read responsibly cheers fuckers You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.
This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a... Uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle i'm here to let you know that you are not alone so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday every place you can catch a podcast check out the real brains with brian wayne remember stay sane